Hello and welcome to Stories from House Arrest, Episode 7. Uh, my name's Jordan Merrick and it's a great pleasure to be here today. Um, it's been a really busy weekend for me. I've been off hiking in Lamington National Park and definitely recommend for any, any Queenslanders listening that you go and check out Benabara and the beautiful, beautiful ranges and uh, campsites that they have to offer. Um, it's not often you, you get the chance to go out into the wild for a bit, so... Uh, definitely make the most of it. It's in, in your backyard, you may as well. And, you know, they really do need support after, you know, after all the fires and everything from last year, which, um, you know, can get swept under the rug a little bit with all COVID stuff. Um, but yeah, definitely check out a great local business in the Binnaburra Lodge. Uh, very worthwhile. But as for the podcast and as for today's guest, um, I did promise last week that it's a very special guest and it is. It's none other than Callum Lakuta who you might know as the host of Emerge. Um, now, I've known Callan since 2017, and um, he was yeah one of the very first few people who gave me a chance on like to come on to a radio show. And um, I've always had a lot of respect for him for the work he does to promote you know local musicians and the local scene. Um, I realised heading into this interview um, that. Callan had basically never done an interview before with anybody, so he'd never had a chance to really tell his story and how he got into radio and um, you know how many how many acts he's helped and how many acts he's he's given a platform. And as we discussed it in this podcast, honestly, it blew my mind because it's incredible. It's a sheer amount of volume that I could, honestly couldn't believe. I couldn't even guess that it was that much until we we sat down and spoke about it. Um, he is well and truly someone who I'd consider a pillar of the music scene in Australia and in, in Queensland especially. Um, for, for those who don't know him, you're about to learn all about what a great person he is and um, you know why his passion just shines through with his work. If you do know him, you know what I'm talking about and I think you'll get a lot out of this um, hearing a bit more about Callum the human being because uh, if you know him, you know he's just a great bloke and this is, this is proof. So... Without further ado, I present Callan Lakuda. Callan, how are you? Jordan, mate. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. This is so strange interviewing the interviewer. In his room. In his room. <laughs> in his house. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, obviously, it's something that I've been... like When I, when I started this uh, Stories from House Arrest uh, 2.0, we'll call it, um, I definitely... You were one of the first people to come in mind, honestly, because um, obviously it's a music podcast, but I really think it's important to talk to people like yourself who do an amazing job for the music community here in Queensland. Um, but also, like, what's your story? You know, that's that's what I want to know. Mm. I'm your friend and I'm like, well, I don't really know too much about you, so why not explore it uh, on a podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, well, thank you very much for having me. I'm, I'm nervous, but but I think we'll get through it. I hope we we'll will, and it. I've I've prepared a lot of hard questions for you. Don't worry. Yes, I I can imagine. But I, I, I think I know what I've got myself into. But yeah, about know. that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start. Let's start with the hardest question, uh, which is obviously, what did you do last year? How was How was twenty twenty for you? Mm. Well, I can't I can't speak for for Russell as well, but I think. This this show we were we were pretty lucky compared to to how it hit everyone else. 
Russell and I have always the plan has always been to be able to to create and produce the show completely ourselves. Mm. And so it forced our hand with that. And so originally it was Russell and I recording remotely. Mm. So we we weren't even recording just the two of us. I mean, we were, but yeah. one of us was at my house. One of us was at Russell's. It was yeah. the opposite. Yeah, the opposite. So I was in Russell's room. He was in mine. <laughs> uh, I was using a, a, a USB mic, which is okay. But if you've heard the show since early this year, you, you know it's the quality stepped up a bit. Yeah, but, definitely. So it took a, a couple of weeks to get to get used to it. We're doing live shows for... For years, it's pretty different mm. doing pre-recordings, but we were fine. The only thing I really miss is recording performances, but hopefully we'll be getting back into that. And I mean, at at the start, we weren't we weren't seeing people. Yeah, so that's 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 where we hit hardest, and we were working a bit less consistent, less consistently. But look, we. Yeah, we we were very fortunate indeed, which, yeah, yeah. not too bad. Is yeah, the short answer. definitely. Well, definitely. Like looking back um, to when it all when it all happened, um, like the COVID happened. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, like I mean, one thing that I was really impressed by is how it would be so easy to just be down in the dumps and say, "Well, okay, oh damn, okay, let's just put put the brakes on." But you guys were really fluid about getting the show on air the week after did you miss an episode i look i i don't think we did there was a couple of days where i was really worrying about it but then it it just happened like we we just got through it Mm. and in the end we were a lot happier for it there was a brief moment of extreme stress yeah but it, it was nothing compared to to what we've heard and i don't think we did miss a show yeah, I don't think I, you did. I either. remember messaging you in in that that week period, but no, I, I don't think so. I think we I think we made it. Yeah, I think the messages went something along the lines of, "What the hell? Then <laughs> what interface? And then is the USB <laughs> mic gonna work? Then okay, I'm just gonna do it." <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah a, a big thank you to my to my friend Hayden who who lent me the the USB mic. So that was way easier than it than it ever should have been yeah but again extremely fortunate yeah definitely now you guys did a great job well i think um you know anyone who knows you why well, I, I mean a lot of musicians who know, know you through merge um so let's take it back a, f- mm. a few earlier years to to young cullen growing up okay what was what was music like in your house growing up um i'm not I'm not sure my parents played music as in like in- instruments themselves that much, mm. but they were always very into music, both both mom and dad and very and I would I would blame my obsession for music 100% on them. Mm. And I'm 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 very happy for that. Yeah, thanks guys. Yeah, thanks guys. <laughs> uh in- incredible music taste from both of them and I think they both improved my music taste a lot in my in my adolescence to early adulthood yeah my brother played a lot of music and instruments growing up mm. early on it was it was a bit of heavy metal which I didn't really get into but then he then he found some genres that I could <laughs> connect <laughs> with him on 
and so my yeah my brother having a having a big focus on music really really got me into it yeah, as well awesome what were the genres that you guys connected on um i remember yay sayer is is one of the best bands that that he helped me get into two-door cinema club oh actually. yeah i remember he saw them back in laneway nice early early days i think before the first album came out mm. um mgmt i believe he got me into as well I'm not sure he's into any of these bands anymore. I think he still likes Yay Sayer, <laughs> but yeah, he he's got got me into a lot of my lot of my favorite bands. So very thankful. Yeah, nice. And d- Dad was all Elvis Costello. Oh, awesome. Got me into Regina Spector. So again, quite oh, a quite a big mix. Yeah, but, your yeah. dad's got he's got the goods. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so I suppose then, like looking a little bit forward, so that's obviously where you your love of music came from mm. when did you like what was the catalyst for wanting to do a radio show okay where did that come from well I, I studied film tv and radio and i think it was about just over a year through my course there, there was a show called emerge previously on phoenix radio but i think it, they hadn't had anyone running it for a year mm. or so and someone approached a, a uni friend of mine and asked them if they'd be interested. And they, they weren't that that keen on it, but put my name forward because mm. they knew that I had a had a lot of appreciation for Queensland music. Yeah. And that's that's really where it started. I unf- I'm not sure what's the what the first episode of Emerge is that I still have. Mm. I don't think it would be anywhere near that early. So yeah. I I don't particularly remember what the first few episodes <laughs> of Emerge was, yeah. but I think in a in a year or so it was completely different to what we what we first had, and I think yeah. quite quickly I think we got away from it just just wanting it to be a fun student run show mm. and actually something that we think we would listen to ourselves and. Now it's Russell joining it was a was a was a massive blessing. Mm. I I met him through a couple of friends and just very quickly just call it an epiphany because yeah. I mean he had he had no background in it and he he picked it up extremely well just like like everything else and so I think that that first episode that that Russell came on was a was a big moment for mm. for the, the show growing a yeah. lot and becoming what it is now yeah awesome you guys are great foils for each other as well like you it, it couldn't just, be with anyone yeah, else yeah we, it was we meant like to be. guest hosts but it's it's russ and i yeah the guest hosts are just to make sure that you guys are, are still happy with each other really yeah you, 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 you gotta have you gotta have um space in a relationship <laughs> to, for it to really flourish so that's actually really interesting though so it all come stemmed from somebody saying hey would you be interested so this is obviously like a sliding doors question. Mm. What would you be doing, like, if you had to guess? What would you be doing if it, if that didn't happen? I honestly have no idea. I I was doing another show with a couple of uni friends, and that was called Quality May Vary, which I absolutely love that title. And a, a uni friend Mitch came up with it. I believe looking, it was on a, a lecturer's PowerPoint, and we just thought it was the funniest thing ever. And so it was just like a, a broad pop culture mm. show about film, television, and everything. And I think I did a, a book review every for 
six months, which is how long it takes me to read a book. <laughs> so why we didn't do too many. And but I, I yeah. bet the listeners are just hanging out for that six monthly episode with with yeah. the review of Animal Farm, a hundred and fifty exactly. page book. They were exactly. they were hanging out for it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's so. I I don't know short story. Don't yeah. know what I'd be doing. Yeah, it's amazing like how life can be like that. Hey, just a, a pure chance thing happens mm. that is a catalyst for yeah, a completely it's, different it's life. Become a dream job of mine. It's it's something I think I'll be doing for the rest of my life in in one way or another. And yeah, I'm extremely thankful for it. Yeah. So when you get into a merge, was the show always meant to be about highlighting new releases of Queensland artists, or is that some? Did you take it there? Or it was always a show on. I think it was southeast Queensland, and gradually I moved it and just changed it to Queensland because <laughs> it was like th- there's enough, but yeah. then we wouldn't be able to play legends like Tia Costello, yeah, or anyone further north. So I, I I wanted to open it up a bit, but it was always a local music show. Mm. Um, to be honest, I've never listened to one of the old episodes prior to to me being on it. Mm. I'm not sure if they exist. I think they'd be somewhere maybe. In the vault. In the vault. I'm not sure whose vault, but... Someone's in, vault. In a, it's in, in a, a vault, vault. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, what stands out to me uh, about you is you're just so passionate about Queensland music. And... Um, like hearing that this wasn't even really a plan to do a music podcast and knowing how passionate you are about it. It's just, it's like amazing how the shoe fits so well. Yeah. We, before you got into that podcast, we already really into the local scene or did that develop from the podcast or? I always was. It's my appreciation's just, just grown in the years because I think it's always been massively impressive and underrated, but I mean, now it's, it's, it's hard to make music, but it's easier than it's ever been, mm. I think. Um, and so the first release and the first band that made me stop and really go, okay, Brisbane's making music that's worthy of, of being put on the map was Eve Climb Blue. Oh, yeah. And it's I was saying in, a, in an interview with Bamboo Bonzo not too long ago that it's... I don't look on my early adolescent listening too fondly, but <laughs> they are one of the few bands that that have just improved and have aged like a like a fine wine, like if a you fine will. Wine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they've just they've just gotten better over the years. Devastates me that that all we have from that band is an is an EP and an album, but that album was the was the first was the start of my love for for local music. Yeah, amazing. And um, like just speaking purely personally, um, I I feel like that's something that Emerge has done an incredible service to for, for local artists is that even just speaking from a fan's perspective, I didn't realize how good the Queensland music scene was mm. until Emerge. Um, because obviously, and this is what I love about Emerge, you go to 4 Z, you go to Triple J, you go to any radio station, they, they play people with... All of the time, they've got all the publicity, they've got uh, lots of promo. Emerge for me, what I love about it, and even like when I started out and, you know, I had my first interview with you mm. all those years ago in 2017, yeah. 
was that there was music on Emerge that would not be played on four triple Z or triple J. Didn't have or it was just artists doing their first song. Mm. Um, and you you gave you give so many artists opportunities. Um, and and that for me, that's when I really realised how damn good the writers in this state are. Yeah, is that there's these artists who who don't promote themselves, who just happen to, you know, they just like, oh hey, I'd love to be on this show. I don't know how they reach out or how you find them. Mm. And I'm just like, man, how is the level of talent so damn good? Um, and like I would say, pound for pound, Queensland music is it, it would be as good as any states. Yeah, look, I, I I couldn't agree more. I think I I couldn't be more biased in, in this <laughs> in this answer, but no, I think it's insane. And and the live scene as well. We, I don't I don't think any of them should should shut down, but I think we probably have have too many venues. But that that's a that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a that's a really good thing. But a a massive wealth of of choices. And so, so many weeks, so many weekends over the years, I have been like, oh, what what gig to see tonight? And there's four or five options of some of my favorite bands mm. and you can't go to them all. And that's yeah. a pretty insane problem to have. I don't mm. think there are that many places that have that. And maybe it's because I listen to so much of it as well. But mm. yeah, the, the scene is, is next level and it's just improving. Yeah, definitely. I think um, a really interesting comparison to for the Queensland scene versus, um, say, Melbourne. Melbourne mm. being clearly the creative hub of Australia, right? Um, in many ways. Yeah. And I've you know played in Melbourne a bunch of times and just gone there as a fan and gone and seen local bands. Just literally walk around streets and you have different shows on. Um, Melbourne sets the standard by far. But then, like, so I've been playing music live now since. Also, like not in, in in an improper way since 2015, like when I was starting out, mm-hmm. um, and Queensland's venues and the scene here has grown to such like a Melbourne 2.0. Yeah. Sort of as you said, there's so many venues, there's so much music on, uh, so much variety. Yeah, um, exactly. And just so much quality. Like I will say this, and this is I'm not saying this is a bias thing either. Well, maybe I am. Who knows. <laughs> But um, yeah, just the quality is where I think Queenslanders stand out, and they, like it's just I just think the the quality of the artists here are just incredible. Like mm. it blow me, it blow me away. Like honestly, yeah. Um, but that's something like going back to emerge. How many how many people realistically have built that opinion from your show? A lot, I would say. Yeah, I I have I have no idea. I the ultimate goal is to is to just just push the scene and and help the scene in in any way that we can Mm. and so yeah there's too many people in in queensland that that don't listen to enough local music and i I don't think they could really tell you a reason why because i think their favorite but one of their favorite bands is is out there Mm. and is is playing every every three weeks yeah and they're they're not seeing them yeah and it's it's a crying shame. And that's yeah. what I think, you know, what you do is, is phenomenal, mate. Honestly. Um, <laughs> not to talk you, you up. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not good with compliments, but I, I, <laughs> Just I, I can't it. tell you how much that means. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and one, one thing I wanted to ask you, because I feel like, I mean, I would, 
actually first I'm going to ask a different question. Do you know how many people roughly you've interviewed since starting Emerge or since joining Emerge, I should say? Is I mean, I don't know the exact number anyway, so I feel like this question's probably irrelevant, but people returning to the show count <laughs> um well, let's let's do it like yeah. do you have like at least one to two guests a week have you done that was that, has that always been the structure of the show yeah i don't i don't think there's been there's been a couple of shows where we've only had had one per one yeah. artist but then there's been plenty of shows where we've had four yeah and four for me is 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 a is probably a bit much. It's probably like too, too many. To, to. Yeah, it's, it's very intense editing. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that's what I was thinking. Not not yeah. so much having great guests on, but just knowing even doing this podcast and only mm. being, you know, a few episodes in, the editing is 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 killer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and four it, episodes for a live show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I, I want to, ideally, I want to give more more space to the, to the mm. artists that we have on as well so two is two is what we're aiming for yeah sometimes we, we get over it because we've been really spoiled by, yeah by submissions but what was the question how, uh, how many how artists many? Yeah. So it would have to at be least, what 300 400 at least, do you reckon at least which is crazy yeah now that is amazing and um and i imagine as well like so many of these artists it's probably one of their first interviews as well like, yeah which is which is surreal and mm. such a such a massive honor yeah and yeah I'd... yeah it's 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 a pretty beautiful experience and, yeah and having it still shocks me that that artists approach us for premieres to be honest oh mate it's it's a, a massive massive honor and in, interviewing artists for the first time it's it's pretty special mm. and we made so many so many great friends over the mm. years and uh, yeah pe- people returning to the show there's 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 so much that that Russell and I really really treasure in yeah. the show. So and that sort of links to the initial question I was going to ask until I yeah. realised that wow you must have interviewed a lot of people <laughs> over the years. Yeah, I've, uh, <laughs> I'm sure I can find out eventually. Yeah, yeah. Well, mate. Well, hopefully by the time this is out, uh, we can hit you up I'll for do a some figure. Counting, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you've met so many artists. You've seen mm. so many different types of people. What do you think is the biggest challenge that faces artists? Mm. That can be on like a release. That can be yeah. on the business side. That could be on gigs. Like, if you had to really answer that loaded question, <laughs> it's it's so hard. I think pro- probably getting getting people to listen in the in the first place because some of my favorite bands ever haven't had the audience that i that i think they deserve Mm. and there's there's a lot out there like there's heaps and heaps of music out there and i think a lot of people don't have the time or desire to to actively search out for that music like we Mm. do and i completely understand that i'm Mm. not not having a go at at people for being for being too busy Mm. i've i've always actively searched for for music Mm. And I, th- I think that that's another thing that, that that we're trying to do on the show is is take that out mm. completely. So we have a the playlist that that we make on Spotify mm. just just surpassed twenty four and a half hours long. Wow! It's all all Queensland musicians. A, a couple a couple of them are 
are born and raised in Queensland are, and are somewhere else now. Mm. All, all, all honesty out there. No. It still counts yeah. for me. It still counts Definitely. for me. Yeah. Um, if we have a Queensland playlist and we don't have Michael Tomlinson in it, what's the point? Yeah, to be honest, I agree. Like, <laughs> no, and um, and it's a great playlist. And, you know, one thing, um, just sort of segueing back to Emerge for a second, you know, one of my... You know, obviously, there's like the Triple J Hottest 100, the mm. 4 Triple Z one. My favourite's the Emerge one. I honestly do. And I'm not saying that because <laughs> you've obviously featured <laughs> me in it. Like, I'm honoured to be amongst those artists. But I think it was when I when I had one of the... when I think I Don't Belong featured in, in one of the countdowns. Like, mm. It would have been between... I think it was I Don't Belong, 2019. Um, oh, from Night Music, I think it was The Toll. Was it the toll? Oh, the yeah, toll. Yeah, I think it was okay. the toll. Yeah. yeah. And, um, that was hard. To yeah. Pick one, but. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't remember which song it was. Yeah. No, I, I could listen to the toll every day. Yeah. Oh, well, thank happily. you. <laughs> <laughs> but that, because like, I, I mean, I've always liked the Hottest 100s and mm. stuff like that. But for me, like listening to that top 20. Uh, it was top 20 originally. And I was like, yeah. that's too hard. Let's make it 30. Yeah. It's way too hard still. Yeah. But it's 30 for the time being. But I think it was that, like, sort of going back to saying, like, how good is the Queensland scene? Yeah. I think it was that year that I sat down and listened to it. Uh, I didn't even know you had my song in it. I was just enjoying it. It was fantastic. But I was just like, holy crap. This is one hell of a top 20 or 30, whatever it was then. Mm. But I was just like, I was just in awe of of the songs. I, I honestly couldn't believe the talent. And, um, yeah, it's it's so hard to yeah. finalize those lists. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, last year was the hardest. It's every year is just going to be harder than the than the previous one. Mm. Um, there's been a couple of years where I've where I've heard a song where I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is going to be one or at least close, and I've I've felt that already this year. And last time I felt it, I was right, mm. and it did end up. But I mean, who knows? Yeah, it's still, it's still early days. Yeah, but but it just goes to show like the the talent that's out there, and that's sort of yeah. going back to what you said. The highest part is getting people to listen, and that's why I think um, the more the more eyes that emerge can get. Mm. And I think now that you guys, especially, are on Spotify, um, mm. that's where the listeners are, right? Um, yeah. And I think it's fantastic having your show. As like my weekly Monday listening, it's it's great. Yeah, um, yeah, a bit too much Russ at times, you know. Uh, but, uh, that guy. I mean, those, you guys have got those, good chemistry, but yeah. nah. <laughs> those last shows are so much fun, so yeah. much fun. Russell and I, the it's the like the only thing Russell and I can think of for the mm. last last two months of the of the year leading up to those shows. Mm. So much fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think we we are gonna have to extend it, maybe. Maybe my mum actually recommended a while ago. I think it was like a week after we did the last year's countdown, which was super helpful. Mm. Um, was to, <laughs> was to split it over two weeks, yeah, and so have thirty one week and thirty the next week. Oh, that would and be so cool. It was Sixty. So then that would make it a little bit easier. Yeah, but still. And just... I feel like for the countdown, I I don't know what you're gonna do this year, but I feel like mm. it has to be live. I don't know. Exactly. I'm gonna. I'm putting that exactly. on you. I'm putting that out right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's not gonna have the same. 
Yeah, it's not. Especially if people are just listening to it on Spotify too. Yeah. They're just. We're just gonna have to recommend that they they play part one and then just switch off the screen to their phone. Yeah. <laughs> and then just. Well, you you could always live stream it through like your Facebook. You know, you could True. even if you pre-recorded it. Mm. You can always live stream the episode. I don't know. We can talk about that off air, but yeah, I feel like I the, the beauty of those sort of it. things is, is having it live. I mm. don't know. I don't know. We can we can have a beer and nut out some ideas. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I'll just I I'll agree. have a beer myself and I'll just start sending you messages when I'm drunk and saying, yeah. these are my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> like block. <laughs> no, but um, no, it's a great part. And I think as well, like it just um, going back to what you said, it's just, where do you discover new artists? I think that's a mm. huge part of it too. Um, I was going to ask you, and this is not one I, I sort of was going to ask earlier, but it just popped into my oh, head. Curveball. Um, curveball, yeah. <laughs> so has doing radio, has that always been natural to you? Um, I think I got... I think I was a lot lot shyer in, initially and it, it took a little bit to get used to. I think I always really enjoyed it. Mm. And yeah, I don't know. Gr- growing up, I had, a, I had a friend that we used to make a lot of short films with. Mm. And so I've always been into, I don't know if there's a connection there or not actually, but yeah, I, I, I did, it did take a little bit but I think that was just getting out of my comfort zone. Mm. And yeah, I think I, I think I took, it was more of a backseat in that, in that first show that I used to be on Mm. until we had a, someone that was helping out as lecturing at the uni, listen Mm. to the show and recommend that I be a a sort of anchor. Mm. And so kind of like a a moderator. Yeah. And so that was kind of the start of my confidence growing. And then uh, another thing that, that helped a lot was early days. Uh, I believe it was, it was, it would be when Russell was on the show. Mm. I had someone message me or I, or it was in person. And they said, I love the show, but I kind of wish there were more segments and you guys were talking more. And I was like, are you serious? That's a good compliment. Yeah, because I was like, this. I mean, the, the show's always been focused on music and there was a lot less talking than there is now. Mm. But I never for a second thought that that would, be, that would be something that draws people to the show as well. And so that mm. was a big, big boost of confidence. Yeah. But, and that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's a fine line, right, on radio. And I know mm. sometimes I'm listening to community radio and I feel like some segments just go way too long. Yeah. And then they just start talking about their groceries and stuff. I was like, man, play the song. <laughs> yeah. But I, I had a lot of good good advice early yeah. on from people in the industry to tell us what what to and, and not do. And basically talk about your 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 monotonous day as as less as you as least as you can. Yeah. And that's something like definitely like I listen to your show and there's never a point. And this is not because we're friends. Like this is going back to when we first yeah, met sure. before, 
It's all because we're friends. <laughs> I, I want to turn it off all the time. No, <laughs> no but no, with, genuinely, I, I listen to your show and, and the talking segments are great. I, one thing I think as well is you've always got such dry humor, I think, like in the way your delivery yeah. is. And then you've got Russ, who's he's just, he's just all over the show, that yeah. guy. <laughs> this, yeah, we should just turn this into a, a roast of Russ, actually, maybe. Long uh, overdue. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but no, he's fantastic. But you guys, I think you have different, you know, your personality types and yeah, your delivery is so definitely. different. But your content's always really good. Mm. Um, your funny moments are genuinely funny. Uh, even the awkward ones are great. Honestly, it's just yeah. like it's just like laughing at you, not with you though. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> no, great. But that's what you want on radio, right? That's, mm. You want that sort of dynamic, and um, yeah, it really works. Um, I think a lot of it comes down to luck. Yeah, We're very lucky. Yeah, oh, I think yeah, finding each other definitely is, and I I definitely think um as well, like going back to when we first did our when we first met. Mm. Um, I think you've definitely like you you've grown a lot with your with your presenting on on emerge. I think as well, like just speaking purely from an artist perspective, I think as well. I mean, I've been on your show well, at least seven, eight, nine yeah, times, so something like yeah, that. About that, yeah. Um, how do you keep how do you keep something original for that many interviews, right? And that's yeah. something like for you, I, I can say that. I, I never get bored on your show. You know, I've been on shows and I won't obviously name names where I've been asked the exact same questions word mm. for word. And I'm just like, okay. Whereas it never feels like that with you. Like, mm. you know, some questions are always good to be reoccurring, but for me, I think a big point of difference is that you got, you always seem genuinely interested um, and every guest, I've definitely felt it as an artist. Uh, it's never, okay, I need to tick this, this, and this off. Um, so it just reflects. I think that's why that's sort of your secret source is because you have such a passion mm. for what you're talking about. You just keep it original. And you've really grown, I think, into that and your confidence. And I don't know. I don't know. That's what I sort of see from the outside looking in anyways. Well, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I think I've always had a... I've always had a, a, a focus and determination to try to not to to repeat myself. So luckily I keep I keep track and I have a lot of I keep interview questions. And so yeah, I I, I really try not to repeat myself. So, sometimes I even get get nervous about having asking different artists the same questions. Mm. But it's kind of like I don't know if that's justified or not. But yeah, I mm. try hard to keep them keep them interesting, and I I generally am the questions I ask artists are generally questions that I want to hear their yeah. responses to, mm. and I ask some different artists the same questions. I mean, everyone that's listened to a couple of shows, one show with a couple of interviews, even mm-hmm. will will hear a couple of the same questions, but almost. Almost all the time, they are vastly different answers. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't that doesn't work when you're asking the same artists the yeah. same questions. But yeah, I have a, a over the years. I mean, I've done a lot of interviews. As we work out, got a lot of questions <laughs> up here, and I got a lot of questions written down. Yeah, now it's quite interesting. I didn't know you 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 kept answers from previous interviews mm. that's a smart idea something i should probably yeah. uh take note of uh <laughs> but you know it's funny um 
sort of what you said before, you know, asking the same, you know, the same questions to different artists mm. and you sometimes, you know, you don't want to do that. But even, you know, I'm only a few episodes into stories from house arrest and I definitely find there's some questions I ask. I just want to know the answer to it. Yeah. It's the same. I, I, it's sort of, as you said, if it's the same question, but it's something you'd want to know and why wouldn't you ask it? You know, mm. if it's, especially if it's, if it's a genuine, authentic question, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think the secret to it is, is just attention. Yeah, definitely. You just, you need to be, you just need to be attentive. Yeah. Basically. And I mean, you need to be attentive to be a, to be a decent interviewer. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, I've I've got someone great to learn from. So, uh, <laughs> um, mate, and I I just want to go back to um, you know, to what you were saying before about what the biggest challenge is mm. for for artists. Um, which you know, as you said, is discovery. What do you think people listening to this show, musicians, just listeners, anyone? What, what in your opinion, is the best way people can then go and actively support artists? Um, obviously, discovery is one thing, but how mm. can they? What, what do you think is the best way to support the scene and the artists? Well, I think the one of the most underrated websites ever, in my opinion, is Bandcamp. I yep. think every single artist should be on Bandcamp, and I'm I'm not sure why everyone isn't. Mm. But I think that's a great easy way. Mm. And I was having a conversation with my brother the other week and I I, I believe it's about 15% the cut. That bank, bank can take? Yeah. I honestly don't actually keep I think, track. <laughs> yeah, I think it was about 15 yeah. or maybe a little bit less. Yeah, it, it's and something... Then, yeah, it's something... Relatively fair considering the platform that yeah, they give you. Especially yeah. compared to, to Spotify or, or anything else. Yeah. And then the first Friday of the of each month since the start of COVID, they've been yeah. wiping that completely and so they don't take any money. Mm. And so that's literally just if if it's a, if it's an audio track, then you just you're just buying the, the musician you like a, a cop a cup of coffee. Yeah. Or something like that. And the they're earning more money from their merch, um, yeah. Or just, or just go to shows and and get merch. Yeah, I, th- I think it's 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 quite easy. Um, I I love Spotify and I hate Spotify at the same time mm. because it's so it's so convenient for music listeners, but it's nowhere near good enough to the people who make it work. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I I really hope they they end up doing more because they're they're making a lot of positive strides for the podcasting world, and that's because mm. they want to get into that. But it 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 needs to be for the for the musicians as well. Yeah. And so, so have a have a listen to the emerge playlist. Find some find some legends you love, and then if they've got a band camp. Buy some stuff off there if you can, or or go to a show and buy some merch, or or d- do whatever you can. But Bandcamp is a great way, but not everyone is is on Bandcamp. Yeah, but I think Bandcamp is massively underrated. Yeah, I definitely agree, and I think with Bandcamp and something that I've done in the past, um, is if I find a band that I like, 
um, and I'm, I'm listening to them on Spotify a lot. Um, I just buy the album on Bandcamp. I don't, in all honesty, I don't really download it. I just do it to support mm. the artist. Yes. Yeah, so and it's, so it can you're be... running a radio show, it's digital. I actually like digital files. I'm probably one, one of the only people. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's sort of oh, understandable, I yeah. think, with yourself. Um, for me, it's sort of like what I was saying to you earlier. I don't even own a CD player, mm, but... Yeah. For me, like with Bandcamp, it's you know, even if you don't download it, if you're just listening off Spotify anyways, just buy it. As you said, you're shouting the artist a cup of coffee um, and make them feel good as well. When, yeah. you, when you get that email that cha-ching, another sale on Bandcamp, it's actually, you know, it's always like, oh, who's bought it? Oh, that's cool. You know, yeah. it's always a little thrill no matter how, how long you've been doing it. Uh, it's a great feeling. So, I think that's some wonderful advice. Well, thank you. Yeah. And Callum, look... I, I, I've got to say, mate, considering this was your first uh, on-air interview, let's just call it a, a mm. verbal interview, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm honoured okay. to have you on the show and um, I think you've shared some really great insights behind you, uh, behind Emerge uh, and behind Queensland Music. You're a wealth of knowledge. So, I really thank you for coming on. I've got one last question. Okay. Though. Uh, it's a bit of a hard one though. Oh, all right. Um... <laughs> No, I'll, it's I'll pretend I'm ready. <laughs> um, no, I, one thing I'm just um, pretty well trying to do every episode, it's a reoccurring question, but I think it's a really important oh, thing. Who just, who just steal that off? Oh, no. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's a really important question and it's something that I know personally, like it's I, I've found in my life, it's easy to get negative about things, mm. especially last year. Yeah. So I think having a, an eye on gratitude and what you're grateful for is really important. So for me, my question to you is, What's something or someone you're you're grateful for? And it can be a few things if mm. you want, but that's my question to you. Well, if, if if the question was who name some people that you're grateful for, this answer would go on for a very long time. Because there's been a lot of people that have that have really helped emerge get to the point that it is and raising Russell and I's confidence in ourselves. Mm. But first and foremost, and it's the biggest cliche of all, is my mum. Because of anyone, I'm, I'm almost certain that she has listened to the most shows of anyone ever. Listens to most shows, pretty much all of them. Mm. And it, it, it just means the world. Mm. Um, and yeah, early, early on was was at the forefront of me me really getting into music and really enjoying listening to music mm. and she, she's the, she's the reason that I was that I was able to to be able to save up well her and dad mm. was a reason for me to be able to save up to be able to afford my own decent little home set up mm. so yeah just just endless endless thank yous to her and i mean she's she's made me all of my best qualities come from her, as mm. as I think most 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 kids. Yeah, but yeah, my mum. Oh mate, and there's nothing cliche about it, and that's um, and I mean, mate, she's made a a great human <laughs> being. Uh, oh, shucks. Mate, no, that's the last compliment. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> now let's talk about your negatives. No, yes. no, but um, no, Callan. All honesty, mate, it's been so fantastic having you on the show. I'm so glad that we could make it. We could, mm. we could make it happen um, because I think some of the work you... I mean, I, I would say most musicians know you and appreciate you, but I think it needs to be highlighted because the work you do, you you are a, 
what's the word? You are um it's like a house without without pillars. You know, you're a pillar. That's the word <laughs> I was trying to think okay, of. Okay, thank you. You're a, a genuine pillar of the music community in, in Brisbane. So thank you so much for coming on. Honestly, I, I, I've said it before and I, I mean it the same amount every time I say it. Just to be part of this music scene in any way that we can is is a massive honor. So yeah, thank thanks to everyone for for welcoming us with open arms, and thank you very much for having me, Jordan. There's there's not not many people out there I enjoy talking to more than you. So it's been an absolute honor. Oh mate, don't toss any compliments my way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks so much, mate. <laughs>